Nedarim daf yud bet, the last thing we said, if someone said on a food that it's tameh, tahor, notar, pigul, it is asur. And Rameh Bar asked a question. If someone said that this loaf of bread is like meat of basar zif shilamim, like, like meat from shilamim after the blood was thrown, which is mutar, uh, what was he trying to say? Was he trying to say that it's like the original meat or before the blood is thrown and it's asur? Or is he just trying to say that it's mutar? And with that, we are starting Yud Aleph Amud Bet, last line, in the middle of the line, which says Amar Tashima. So Rabba is going to try to answer from our Mishnah. If someone said notar or pigul, whatever I eat from you is going to be like notar, pigul, that's a vow. But the problem is, and it's done afterwards, but yet we're, we're counting it as if it's before. Meaning it's Asur. Why is it Asur? Because we're going to what it was at the beginning. And it shows you that we go by the beginning. And therefore, when someone says that this loaf of bread will be like the meat of Shilamim after the blood was thrown, meaning he really meant what it was in the beginning. And it's Asur. No, could be what we're talking about. Notar is benotar shel ola. It's whatever was left over to the next day of a korban ola. Korban ola has to be all burnt. It's different than a korban hatat where where parts are eaten uh, by the by the kohanim or shelamim. The parts are eaten by Israel who brought it. No, no, over here everything is being burnt. So you see, it could be when he says notar, it's talking about not, notar of a korban ola. Imken, if we're talking about korban uh, ola, the leftover of ola, then nilitni, and then it should say in the, in the uh, that we're talking about where he said bibsar kibsar ola that we're specifying about a korban ola, which is going to always be asur. And why didn't it specify? Obviously, we're talking about notar pigul of other korbanot, and the hidush is that we go by what it was in the beginning. So Ravuna Bereder of Natan answers back, no, could be Lomi Bayakama, could be the, the, the Gemara was talking about, or the Mishnah was talking about in a not just way of talking, meaning Lomi Baya Besar Ola de Asur, not just Korban Ola, which is always Asur, the Habi Korban Kamat Peace, and his mama, uh, uh, he's making his vow connected to a something that's Asur Korban. Rather, even notaru pigul de ola, the leftover or something pasul of a korban ola, it's tricha. You still need uh, the Tanah to teach us that neder uh, stands. Why? I would have thought keisur notaru keisur pigul. Maybe he wants to connect his vow to something that is asur of uh, leftover, asur of something that a korban became pasul. Maybe he's connecting it to something that is asur. He's not asur. You cannot connect your vow to something that's asur. Here, you're not saying that uh, this uh, bread is going to be asur like uh, like uh, something asur. Rather, you're saying it, you're connecting it. And when you're being matpis to something that is asur, it can't connect. Kamash and that's why the Tanav Mishnah is coming to tell me that when you said the words notar pigul, the neder stands because what he wants to to, to connect, he wants to connect this loaf of bread to notar to pigul, and the hidush is that this is something that you could vow on. It's not something that is a sur. You could connect a vow to it, and therefore. You, we have to say that it's coming to be Mahadesh does something totally different. It's coming to tell me that these things work. You could be Matvisa Nidr, you could connect, you could hold on your Nidr to these things, but it has nothing to do about 
the vow sticking on to what it was before. So you have no proof. What's in Isar? When he says, Oh, they saw Isar on the show. What is that uh, Isar that we're talking about? How are we connecting it? So, for example, If a person says, I'm not going to eat meat or wine like the day my father passed away. Or he said, Or like the day that my rabbi passed away, I'm not going to eat meat. I'm not going to to fast like the day that Gedalia ben Hakam died, he was killed, which is Tzom Gedalia. Or Kiyom Shiraiti Yerushalayim Bechorbana, or like that day when I saw Yerushalayim in its destruction and I fasted. Certain days going to be like that day. And Shmuel said that Mishnah is talking about where he already vowed not to eat on a certain day. Meaning, let's say his father passed away, Tetvav Kislev, for example. And later, you know, he was in the middle of Av, he said, you know what, uh, this day should be Asur like that Tetvav Kislev where I'm Asur. Well, if you vowed already on Tedvav Kislev that you're never going to be eating or meat or drinking wine, then okay, then it works on that day in Av. But if you're not vowed in Kislev, then it doesn't work in Av. And the Gemara wants to clarify. So, what are we talking about? Love, aren't we talking about We're talking about his father, let's say, passed away the first Sunday of Nisan. And that day he vowed he's not going to eat meat. And then years later, he's standing again the first uh, Sunday of Nisan. And uh, he, want, he wants to vow again that I'm not going to eat meat today like that, uh, that year where my father passed away. Even though from that point there was a lot of years that passed where there was a first Sunday in, in Nisan that he ate and he never vowed, but still he wants to vow going back all those years ago, 20 years ago when his father passed away. And Vikatane and the Brayta says, Asur, you're not allowed to eat because. Because he still has an isur, and what do you understand? So we learn from here that we go by the original, the meaning even though on year one his father passed away and, he, and that day he didn't eat meat or wine, and since then there could have been 10 years in between when there was a lot of first Sundays in Nisan where he ate, and then all of a sudden 11 years later he decided, I'm going to vow, I'm not going to eat on the first Sunday of Nisan, I'm not going to eat meat or wine. And the idea is we go all the way back. So same thing over here, that when a person makes a vow about this bread being like the meat of Shalamim after the the blood was thrown, he really was talking about before it was, the blood was thrown. Well, it's still Asur. Tikmah says, no, this Shmuel Achitma could be what Shmuel meant is, is as follows. No, we're talking about a situation where a person already vowed from year one when his father passed away that he's never going to eat on the first Sunday of Nisan. So could be has nothing to do with what happened 10 years ago. Could be even last year he was uh, not eating in the first Sunday of Nisan. There has nothing to do with what happened a long time ago. There's no proof that we go by what originally happened. Could be we just go by what's normally happening or what's going on from this point forward. So the, the Gemara tries to bring a different proof that we go by the Aikar, what happened originally. So Amaravina, Tashema, let's say a person wants to vow through this Hatfasa where you're connecting one thing to another and you want to say that this bread is Kehalat Aaron, like the bread of Aharon, 
that uh, this uh, the fashat halal that you give to the kohanim, vechitrumato, or like truma that you give to the kohanim, mutar. You're allowed to eat this bread because hala is something that is asur. Only kohanim can eat it, and therefore, remember we said if something is asur to people, even if it's asur just to some people, we cannot connect a vow to it. You could only connect it to something holy that you are allowed to eat. But if a person said that this bread is like the truma of the the bread that we give with the korban toda is asur. Why? Because you're allowed to eat it, and since you're allowed to eat it, and it's something holy, then it's asur. And here comes the question: The teruma, the donation of these breads of a korban toda, usually comes It's after the blood was already thrown; everything becomes mutar. But still, we're saying it's asur. Whatever you vow, you're connecting to lahmetoda. Lahmetoda is mutar to eat. The person who gives the korban toda has to bring forty breads. He's allowed to eat those breads. He's a simple Israel. He's allowed to eat it. But yet we're going by what it was originally before the, the, the blood was thrown. It shows you that we're going by what the original thing is. We're going by the Me'ikaratafis. The Gemara says, no, no, no. You, you, you could also say that we go by what is right now. Because Emma, because what do you mean? You could, you could understand also, Ketrumata Lishka Asur. When the Braita, when Mishnah said, Ketrumato Mutar, it's not coming to take away lahmetoda. It could be we're talking about rumatalishka, the mahatsita shekel money, and that's something that you could vow on, and that's something that should be asur. Blagma says, okay, let's say about rumat lahmetoda. What would be the halakha if someone said uh, this bread is like rumat lahmetoda? What would be the halakha? You want to tell me it's mutar? Because we're going by what it is right now? You have a problem because litni, then the Mishnah should tell us, it's a huge hidush, it should tell us, lahmetoda, if a person vowed on lahmetoda, his vow is not a vow because it's something that's mutar for everyone to eat. Vichol shekin all the more so, trumato, the truma of Aharon, because that's something that uh, you can't even vow. Rather, kamash malan, that trumat lahmetoda, trumatoi, that if a person vows but, uh, that, he, that this uh, bread is like a tr- truma of lahmetoda, it counts. Or, the Gemara can explain, what's the reason it didn't say Lachmetoda? It's because could be it's also before the blood was thrown and it's Asur. How? For example, that he did the Hafashat Hala while there's still uh, dough, and that's before the blood was thrown. You don't throw the blood until it's actual bread. So he gave that Hafashat Hala back then. Like Rav Tuvi Bakisna said in the name of Shmuel, if a person took the Lachmet, which is supposed to be 40 halot, 10 of each kind, there's Hametz, there's Hala cakes, there's Rekikin, which is like uh, waffles, and then there's Revucha, where it's a, full, it's a cake full of oil, right? If you, instead of doing the 10 of them, you just did four of them, one of each, Yatsa, Yatsa the Hova. Now, how could that be? But doesn't say you have to do 40? No, that's the mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. Four works. But you're supposed to give it truma from lachme toda. You have to give a fashat hala from each one. So let's say one time you took out one bread for all of them. But we learn menachot. It says, It says, 
what do you understand from uh, one from each? Uh, you have to give the korban. You have to give a bread from each uh, korban. Shelo, you told me korban al havero. You can't take a truma of lahmet toda from one korban on the other. You have to take from each uh, kind, from the hametz, from the rikikin, revuchan, the halal, from everything. Okay, let's say the shakil Let's say you take a piece off of each bread. You can't do that. Says you have to give a full loaf. You can't take a piece of bread and give it as a freshat hala. Ela, you have to explain. You have to say that they separated it while they were still kneading the dough. The shakil hadam hamets. You took one from the hamets. Hadam in halot. One from the halot. Vachadam in akikim. You take one from the akikim. And vachadam in revucha. And one from the one full of oil. And then you took uh, the rest of the the the, the doughs, the last uh, the leftover, whatever you're needing, and you put it together and you baked it. So now you see, bottom line is we could be mafrish lahmet oda even before the blood was thrown, because while they're needing it, the blood wasn't thrown yet. But bottom line is the gemara goes back to the original question of Rami Bar Hama. Do we, when a person says this bread is like uh, uh, like the meat of uh, Shelamim after the blood was thrown, do we go by what it was in the beginning in Tzasur or what it was right now in its Mutar? So the Gemara says, Lema it could be it's a Mahloketanaim. For example, if a person said, Hare alai this this piece of bread is like a Bechor, Biakov Oser, because the Neder stands. The Rebu Matir, he says, No, it's, it doesn't even stand. And the Gemara asks, what are we talking about? If he said this, a bluff is like a bechor before the blood was thrown. Why is Rabbi Matir? And if he said, if, it, this, if he said this loaf of bread is like, uh, like a bechor after they threw the blood, then why is Rabbi Yaakov Oser? Rather, you have to explain. You have meat of a bechor after the blood was thrown, and you have uh, meat of something mutar in front of him. He said, This meat over here that's mutar, like, like a bechor. And it's a machloket anayim, where Rabbi Yaakov holds, we go by what it was in the beginning, and it's Asur, and uh, you have Rabbi Udal says, No, we go by what is right now, and since it's mutar, it, it's, it, 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 there's no vow. The Gemara says, "Lo, that's not Rabbi Yaakov and Biudas Machloket. Rather, the Chulei Alma, according to everyone, Lifnez Rikatamim. When he said Hare Alaike Bechor, he was talking about before the blood was thrown. And Umay Tamadim and the Shari and Wise Biudas Matir, because Amar Kera Kiyidor, a person has to make a vow. Achiyidor bedavar Hanidor, you have to vow on something that is vowable. La Puke Bechor, we're coming to exclude Bechor." It's something that is Asur. It was born Asur. You can't vow on something that's not vowable. It has to be something that you could vow on. And that's why Rabbi Uda says the vow doesn't stand. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem. Amen. Amen.